Hey, y'all. You are listening to Black on the Prowl on 88.5 FM WCUG. I am Kenny B, and I'm joined by my co-host. You already know it's your girl, Lo. And Melly Mel. All right, now I start with our Black History Facts. I want to highlight this one person. We have Leontine Price, who is an opera singer. On the 26th of January in 1961, had her debut at the Metropolitan Opera House. She was born in Laurel, Mississippi, and had musical training since she was five years old, and she sung in her church choir. She originally studied at the College of Education and Industrial Art for music education, but she was encouraged to switch to a vocal major. Later, she studied at Juilliard on a full-ride scholarship. I wish I can get one of those. Her debut led to her becoming a principal soprano at the Metropolitan Opera House, starring in many of their future productions. She retired from the Met in 1985. That performance was televised, and it was known as one of the Met's most successful operas. She has been awarded the Presidential Medal of Freedom by Lyndon B. Johnson, and her recordings earned her dozens of Grammys. Her legacy is so impressive because she was able to succeed being a woman of color in an industry that had little opportunity for someone with her background and this was during a time of segregation. And it was kind of interesting watching one of her concerts on YouTube because you had this one black singer in the middle and you had this full white orchestra and choir. And it was just like having a piece of paper and then you take a Sharpie and you just had this one dot. Shut up. <laughs> Shut up. But um, no, that information has come to you from biography.com. Some birthdays this past week, we have Angela Davis, yes, whose birthday was on the 26th. She was born mm-hmm. in 1944 mm-hmm. in Birmingham, Alabama. We have Oprah Winfrey, whose birthday was on the 29th in 1954. She was born in Mississippi in poverty, but look at her now. We also had Sojourner Truth, who was born on the 30th in 1797. Jackie Robinson was born on the 31st in 1919. And those facts come to you from blackfacts.com. I needed to be born in this month, in this week. I needed to be. Why? There's so many people that I love in this <laughs> especially Angela Davis. All right, well, getting into our topic for today, we're going to be talking about DeAndre Arnold. Mm. DeAndre Arnold is a senior at Barbers Hill High School in Mont Bellevue, Texas, and he currently has not been attending school, and he might not be able to attend his senior prom or even walk across the stage at his graduation, mm. all because he has dreadlocks. His high school belongs to Barbers Hill Independent School District, and they have, you know, standard dress code, you know, yeah. skirts mm-hmm. below fingertip length, all that stuff. Mm -hmm. But they also have a policy that involves hair. The district does allow dreadlocks, but their policy says a male student's hair cannot extend below the eyebrows or earlobes, and it must be shorter than the top of a shirt collar. Currently, his dreadlocks are shoulder length. Okay, but what about Brad with his mullet, not his back? Exactly. We're talking about a high school. Okay. High schoolers have them, too. And his family is also taking issue with it, not just because of the simple fact that he should be allowed to wear his hair the way he wants to wear his hair, but his dad is from Trinidad. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. you know, it's in their culture to have, to have dreadlocks. Mm-hmm. And he's been growing his dreadlocks out his whole life. Their biggest issue is this hasn't been an issue until this past winter break. He's been at this school all four years. Yeah. Yep. And they haven't taken issue with it until now. And now they're telling him if he doesn't cut his hair, he's going to continue to suffer consequences. This reminds me of, do you guys remember the story of the girl who like will wear her hair in a fro during classes? Mm-hmm. And they told her that it was too much of a distraction in class. Mm-hmm. I think I did hear that, That's what I was talking yeah, about. Yeah, that's, that's what this is reminding me of. That's crazy. 
It is. I it's feel dreads. Like he could dr- pull it back in a ponytail. They'd be fine. But he said he does. He wears it enough to He does. School. He wears his hair up when he's at school to comply with the dress code. And that's the biggest thing for me. So, so he it, was following dress code. Right. If it goes with the dress code, then what's the problem with it being, like, his graduation? Not even that. So you're going to prevent him from graduation because of hair? That's, that's ridiculous. Exactly. And see, I know at my high school, like, we had a dress code and everything. And I feel like uniforms are good things. Yeah. Because I, it, it, was um, a simpler, it was a simpler time. I get it up, might be simple, I get up but... and I have one thing to put on, and I know I'm going to put that on. But now I got to find clothes and buy clothes and things like that. <laughs> okay, see, but I see, disagree. Look, now, look, look, I look, couldn't look, do listen, a uniform. Now, listen, y'all not listening. Look. Okay. I feel like hair should not factor into that too much, you know. Because mm-hmm. like, even with our graduation, Miss um, Tarver, she was the coordinator for it. <laughs> and Miss Tarver said that boys, some boys had to cut their hair because they, they cap wouldn't fit on. And I can see like a reasoning they can give for why they want him to cut his hair. But at the same time, like you can't just tell somebody to cut their hair or they just not going to miss out on all this, this senior stuff they've been waiting for for four years. Look, yeah. I'm going to be honest. I don't think his hair length or any of that crap is the it's real the pro- issue. The problem is his hair is black. That's, that, that's is. the issue. Mm-hmm. Most people who have dreadlocks are African-Americans. Yep. That's just like the whole thing in the work field today with a black woman wear her natural hair out, yep. which I, I want people to understand, especially if you're listening to this right now, what y'all think real black hair is, is not real black hair. That long pressed out hair, nine times out of ten is to sew in, which is okay because, I mean, y'all have seen me. I like my ponytails and my braids and my locks and my sew-ins and my wigs, like the best of them. And it's my right to wear my hair the way I want to wear my hair. If yep. I want to have on my Zenia wig one day and wear mm. my my Tanya ponytail the next day Ooh, and put she said, my Tanya twist out ponytail. in on Thursday. That's my business. Exactly. Yep. It's my hair. I bought it. Exactly. You know, exactly. Black, hair, <laughs> black hair has always been... <laughs> Black hair has always been like a controversial topic on, on many levels. I've seen a lot more black women in the workplace that have natural hair than mm-hmm. black men. I mean, black men don't necessarily have a natural hair, but I never they see like a natural to. style. You know what I'm saying? I like think black women afro. are more comfortable yes. wearing their natural hair now. Yes, like I've never seen a black man with like an afro or like locks in like mm-hmm. a professional workplace, but I, I haven't have. seen black women. I haven't. I see it in the office time a lot. But I mean, I guess I'm surrounded like by mm-hmm. more people with dreadlocks because, you know, that's where I like to Maybe. surround myself, <laughs> if you know what I mean. But, um, but, but what I, but I, it is a controversial topic, not just on that accord, but also within the black community. Mm-hmm. Because there's this, this, and I like, have y'all seen the latest blackish episode where they address black hair? No. No. Y'all have please, to watch it. Don't. Am I going to spoil it? Give a little tidbit, but don't spoil it because I need to catch up. But it, 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 it touches on black hair in a very um, different light from what most things is. Mm-hmm. And um, they had this one scene, and have y- y'all seen School Days? Yes, yes. I've seen And y'all remember days. the hair salon scene where they like, are talking about good and bad hair, you know. Mm-hmm. I feel like in, yeah. in that, they kind of flip that, and they kind of embrace all different kind of hairstyles, whether you have, like, you say, a press, or you have a perm, or you have your twist out, or you have something natural, or whatever you have, and it kind of embraces all black hair, because all black hair is beautiful, right? you know. And we have to um, get get that idea out of our minds as black people if we want that idea to come out of the minds of everybody else in order for us to be able to have our hair in workplaces and things like that. Mm-hmm. And that's really important, especially because I'll say, like, my personal experience, before I say this, let me just say, shout out to all the black women who are natural and dealing with natural hair because it is a struggle. It is a struggle. Mm -hmm. But I went through years of I would get my hair pressed out every two weeks. What? Like, almost religiously. See, you know what? I I know exactly how that feels. Every two weeks. And I got to the point 
where I had such terrible heat damage. I was like, I can't do this anymore. So I've my hair, my curl pattern and everything has come back decently enough to where my hair is not unhealthy anymore. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And my hair is more healthy than unhealthy. I, but I'm still doing that process of cutting those stringy ends and really mm-hmm. trying to get my hair back to the way it's supposed to be. That's good. That's because good. you get to a point where it's like, it just ain't worth it. Mm-hmm. It's it's yeah. not it's not I mean I completely I, I completely understand where you're coming from because my mother my, my biological mother, I had a lot of problems with her, always trying to uh, be on her good side and impress her. And one of the things I remember is her and her aunt, I guess would be my great aunt, would always be like, Melody, you look so much better with straight hair. Your curly mm-hmm. hair is so ugly. Mm-hmm. So I went through the process of straightening my hair. I bleached my hair to the point where, like, I just couldn't take it anymore. I love it, your curly it, hair. It really, like, just damaged yeah. me, like, mentally, like, not feeling pretty enough because my hair was curly like in their opinion like straight hair always looks better even to this day uh, I was recently at her house because we've tried to work back to being like on good terms and and I straightened my hair because like you know it's been a minute and I wanted to and she was like you need to do this more often you need to get a Brazilian blowout and I'm like a Brazilian blowout is just a fancy term for a a nice perm on black hair because it just damn it it takes out your curls they're like oh it It lessens your curl patterns I like but I love my curl pattern so after all that damage went into my hair I did the big chop and now my hair is at a nice nice I can't do the big chop I'm scared I'm I'm slowly cutting inches off my hair like I'll Mm -hmm. cut inches and do like protect Mm -hmm. like that's why I've been wearing braids and everything a lot doing my protective hairstyles because i'm like i'm cutting and Mm -hmm. like protective and i'm trying to my big chop it was it was a big chop for me but it wasn't like all the way down Mm -hmm. it was like my hair had grown out to where like this was still curly so i rocked a nice little short bob for a good Mm -hmm. minute it was cute though it was cute not gonna lie but but i mean i just i feel honestly you know we talk about stuff in here and it's like it's happening to black people so it is a black issue and you know i can accept the fact that sometimes some stuff genuinely might not be because of race like it might not be the way it's perceived or the way we take it sometimes but with this situation i genuinely feel like this is like this is a black thing it is. because for it you is. to let that kid go to school there for three and a half years and you not have an issue and you tell him in his last, last semester minute. that mm-hmm. if he doesn't cut his hair he can't go to prom or he can't graduate you went three years not saying anything to him. and it's just like what about those kids or the boys that have like you know the beaver cut just like goes over their eyebrows and stuff like that or the guys right. who have the long curly hair mm-hmm. you're gonna tell them to cut uh, it off uh, too. yeah like in the same like i promise treatment. you like they're gonna cross they're gonna walk across the stage just with their hair just as long or even longer yeah. right and like i said i think they're gonna go back to the like i said the uh whole cap fin excuse because that uh little thin hair can fit in the cap even as long yeah you know? i feel like that that's, that's what the excuse they're gonna try to run back to that the cap doesn't fit on his head yeah, the cap not gonna fit um, that's what they're gonna keep trying to say. I mean, you that's throw it in the air anyway, so <laughs> I'm like, yeah, you're gonna throw it up anyway. Right. Yeah. But I mean, honestly, just but, like um, that thing down. But just like what you were talking about, like the whole uniforms thing. Mm-hmm. I I never person I understand why you think uniforms are great. I mm-hmm. personally never like uniforms just because of the simple fact I think it takes away mm-hmm. the individualism of a person. Mm-hmm. And like, you know, the way we dress and the way we act is a reflection of us. Yeah. It's it's a reflection of our personalities. Same as my hair. That's why it's yeah. like I, I never liked the whole idea of a uniform because I felt like you want me to look how everybody else looks. Yeah. By making him cut his hair, you want him to look the way every other student in that school looks. And you're taking away a piece of him as an individual when you do that. Definitely, definitely. With uniforms, what I say is, when I say that I like uniforms, I don't necessarily mean, it depends on the extent to the uniform policy. My school tried to have a strict policy, like, in ninth grade, and then it didn't work. So then they 
kind of dialed it back. And when it's dialed back, where it's like just like a uniform shirt with a school logo and like khaki, or even mm-hmm. if you just even if it's jeans, you know what I'm saying? I think I just like being able to go in the closet and pick up one shirt and just be able to put that on and know the next day yeah. I'm picking up the same color shirt and putting it on but, without having to worry about what I'm wearing too much. But with like as you were saying with individuality, I do believe that uniform policy, like I said, shouldn't be so strict where you can still wear whatever kind of shoes and it and accessories where you, you can have earrings and you can have your hair mm-hmm. have you like. I just really mean the shirt. Mm-hmm. Right. But and I mean, once again, it's a black issue because just like how you were talking about like white kids who have the Bieber cut, this wasn't a white kid. Mm-hmm. I, I promise you this school is not attacking every white male with shorter length hair yeah. or that wants to rock a man bun or whatever. Yeah. Like, I mean, I went to high school with a guy who his hair was literally down his back. <laughs> yeah, I know a lot of people like that, too. And it's like, this, yep. if that's how you want to wear your hair, it's how you want to wear your hair. But it's all, like, white privilege. I'm sorry. It, it's what, it's, what it's a lot real. Of it, is. it is. Whether you think it is or not, it is present and in. I would like to know, like, what the students were saying about this as well. Oh, definitely. We know this is such a big age in social media. You know, one way or another, they're talking what the about NSA it. Was, one way or yeah. another, they're discussing it. Mm-hmm. But, you know, like, also, going back to uniforms, when I think of uniforms, I think of, like, just pushing away self-expression and when I think of self-expression I also think about one of my friends which um one of my friends her name is Jordan Parker mm-hmm. and she has her own brand called the the Parker brand um I got the chance to meet her at a YLA camp which is a yoga art and literature camp at Spelman for the listeners out there that have like younger siblings from the ranging of like 14 to 17 you should really go out and try to apply for the yoga art and literature camp at Spelman it's free and it's like a week or it's two weeks and they choose over 200 to 300 girls to participate in this and it's just an amazing experience that I've I've had but back on to Jordan Parker she loves fashion and she has her own clothing line called Parker the Parker brand P-A-R R-K-R. You know, it's cute because her last mm. name is also Parker. Um, and she hand makes them. She knits them, mm-hmm. which at first it's just like, why would I want to buy just another sweater? But it's very interesting what she makes. She'll make full on body suits. Um, she'll make jumpsuits. She'll make ponchos. She'll make bralettes. I think she also does like bathing suits as well. But they're really fascinating and really pretty. She's had the opportunity to travel all around the world. Uh, just debuting her clothing line. Um, I believe she went to Peru and she did like a little okay. fashion show there. And um, the way she showcases her pieces is she has this really cool little team. It's called the Dream Team, which is like really adorable. And um, every single time she makes a new piece, she puts a poll out on Instagram to where you're able to choose the name of the piece for her. And then she'll have everybody vote on which one is like the best. So I think that's really nice and really neat. All her photos are kind of like old fashioned kind of. Mm-hmm. I don't know the filters that she uses, but this is really nice and really cool to see. She's a sophomore at Spelman and she's mm-hmm. made a lot of money so far doing her work so yeah that's good that's it's always good to see a sister doing you know good and um being an entrepreneur and like you were saying about um like don't think of it just like any old sweater you know it's just any Mm -hmm. old sweater you can get it off amazon or whatever we have a lot of black businesses out here that usually are struggling because people look and say "Why, why would i buy this for, for this markup price from this black-owned business, but I can get it from Dollar Tree or, or Walmart. Um, I, I buy my toothbrushes from a black-owned business. Really? My toothbrushes. Really? From where? It's this little kiosk inside of, I got to go to Greenbrier to get it. But I go to this little kiosk <laughs> and they have toothbrushes. <laughs> and they're a, little, they're a little more expensive than, than a toothbrush I can buy for the same price. I'm sorry, but can you say one more time you can wear? 
to Greenbrier Mall in Atlanta, Georgia, <laughs> and I go to this kiosk. It's called We Buy Black, right? They also have a website that's like Amazon for black products. WeBuyBlack.com. Y'all check it out. Again, that is WeBuyBlack.com. Check it out. It's like Amazon for black people. You know what? Mm-hmm. I, I'm going to check it out. Check it out. I'm going to check it out just because the penny was okay with shouting out Greenbrier Mall. <laughs> Look, I represent Greenbrier Mall. Y'all make sure y'all, if y'all in, ever in Atlanta, go to Greenbrier Mall because there's a lot of black-owned businesses well, in there that you know, need support. Well, w- we're in Columbus, but um, she has she has a you little can, like, Instagram. Yeah, you can order okay, online. Definitely, definitely. Um, her Instagram, if you're interested, is Parker the Brand P A R K R the Brand, and um, her website is parkerthebrand.wixsite.com. Slash my site dash one. And, and how much are all the different sweaters on there? Uh, <laughs> it depends on what you're getting because it ranges from like maybe like twenty to fifty dollars depending mm-hmm. because she asks for like your exact measurements and you get customized pieces and stuff like that. And you know it takes a minute because like she has to do it like to your exact body shape. Definitely. So, yeah. And I don't want to hear no comment from anybody that I know that listens to this show talking about twenty to fifty dollars because y'all because spend that you, kind of money exactly. on fashion nova yeah. and sneakers. So exactly. I don't want to hear nothing. <laughs> Yeah, I, it money. might it might be a little bit more than that, but y'all mm-hmm. out here paying one hundred and twenty nine ninety nine for some shoes exactly. at Foot Action, and <laughs> <laughs> you could be shopping on this website. Exactly. So support, support this girl. Support yes. the community. Support black business all the time. And I'm sorry I got on a little tangent, but black business is just in my heart because I'm a black entrepreneur myself, and it's hard out here. What what what? What's your business? What's your business, Kenny? What's your business? My company is the Kennedy Network. We produce high-quality film, commercial, and photography. With a Cadillac and gas money spent. What is she saying? Got a whole lot of you never seen Hustle and Flow? You not black. I have seen it. It was just a long time ago. That movie's on BET every weekend. Go out there. BET Plus. I will rewatch it tonight. Okay. And then we'll have trivia. Lord, we just going to kick Kenny. We out. should have black movie that. trivia. That's my show. Alrighty, okay. We should have a black trivia. We yeah. are all off the top. All right, yes. Please go check out my girl Jordan Parker. Like I said, yeah. her Instagram is Parker the Brand, and I've already said her website. So please go check her out. And yeah, and take care of your hair. Yeah, Res- yep, genuinely hair. respect, respect your, your hair because black hair really is beautiful. Don't it's don't precious. pay attention to all of those curl patterns that you see on Instagram, mm-hmm. and you're like, oh, I wish because I wish a lot of times that I had a curl pattern like that, but. All black hair is beautiful. It and is. if you don't know that, I hope you know that now. Yes. Yeah, black Alrighty. hair is precious Wait. and black hair is yours. Embrace it. Alrighty. Well, thank you for tuning in to Black on the Prowl. Definitely. Y'all make sure y'all tune in next week on 88.5 FM. WCUG. <laughs> black on the Prowl was produced by Doria Lacey with the cooperation of the student staff of 88.5 WCUG Cougar Radio and the CSU Department of Communications Department Chair, Dr. Gibson. Dr. Bruce Getz is WCUG's faculty advisor. You can listen to this show and other shows on 88.5 FM, TuneIn, or SoundCloud. Just search our call letters WCUG.